This is episode number 829 with Mike Tyson. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Muhammad Ali said, impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact. It is an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration. It's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. Again, the great Muhammad Ali said that. And today we've got a powerful episode with Mike Tyson. If you don't know who Mike Tyson is, he is a former undisputed heavyweight champion of the world who won his first 19 professional bouts by knockout, 12 of them in the first round. He holds the record as the youngest boxer to win the WBC, WBA, and IBF heavyweight titles at 20 years old. He is also an actor and author, having appeared in multiple films and panels, as well as written two books, Undisputed Truth and Iron Ambition. Mike also started the Mike Tyson Cares Foundation to give kids a fighting chance by working with innovative centers that provide for the comprehensive needs of kids from broken homes. And in this interview, we talk about how he overcame his biggest internal struggles, and he has many of them, the power of discipline and how to keep going even when you hate what you're doing, the truth about toxic masculinity, the best advice Mike has ever gotten about becoming the champion, and when he has felt the most at peace with his life. Now, I've been promoting this over the last week before the release of this episode, and so many of you said that you're excited about this interview. There were a few people that said, you know, that they weren't excited about it because of his past. And I can tell you this, we all have different things that we've gone through that we're not excited about, that we're not proud of. And Mike talks about these things in the interview. And when I was on his show, on his podcast, he talked about them as well. And the thing I love about Mike is his ability to have humility and understand where he made mistakes in his life and tries to move forward and improve those mistakes by giving back and improving his life. And I think you're going to see some of that in this, which was really inspiring for me. So get ready, make sure to take notes, share this with your friends, lewishouse.com slash eight, two, nine, because it's going to be an inspiring, powerful one to share with your friends. I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off your next 12 pack head to amazon and use promo code 20 pure leaf that's promo code 20 p-u-r-e-l-e-a-f for 20 percent off take your business further with the smart and flexible american express business gold card it offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business 
You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Okay, quick math. The less your business depends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep, obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite, and you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com com slash greatness netsuite.com slash greatness again head to netsuite.com slash greatness welcome everyone back to the school of greatness podcast we've got the legendary mike tyson in the house my man good to see you thank you brother you have these cameras <laughs> mounted everywhere. i don't know where the everywhere man yeah you're here i look here okay i'm here you're here you're me yeah <laughs> man i'm excited that you're here we uh i came on your show a little while back. I'm excited for that to come out. I want to make sure everyone watches that. Hot box. Thank you. It's Thank a great you. show. You've got so many big names on there. You've Thank been inspiring you. people with your message. Really think so? God, the message is really crazy. I think it's having fun and being <laughs> You're doing right. good, man. You're doing good. Right. And uh, I'm really inspired by you, Mike, because you've gone through a lot of darkness. You've gone through a lot of darkness in your past. You've, uh, and we talked about this on your show, which is why I was so excited to have you here, that you know, you went to prison for a few years. You did a lot of things that you said you weren't proud of. But now you've gone through this spiritual journey that you're really looking to inspire as many people as you can and and heal yourself. And I think it's really cool what you've been able to do by overcoming all that. So I just wanted to acknowledge you to start by, you. By, by everything. And you were talking on, on the show that we did about some of the lessons you've learned from your past, and I wanted to see if we could start with that. Go for it. And here, what do you think are some of the, the biggest lessons you learned about who you were 20 years ago compared to who you are now? You know, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it's hard to accept who you are. You know, sometimes I see young kids out here, they commit suicide and they don't like who they are and they're in prison, and it's, it's really difficult to accept who you are in this world because really we don't know, but then, in order to have friends, you you have to be put in this particular kind of, I don't know, you have to be labeled, so to speak, you know? So we don't know who we are until right. we get, I guess, to a certain degree of evolution. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you you knew who you were when you were 20, 25? I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, you were the world champ at 20. I had no idea what was going on outside of that. Know what the world was really about, and we had to really... Um, be accountable, hold yourself accountable. Yeah. I had no I had no idea what that was all about you had, in another world. Did you feel like you held yourself accountable to anything except for your training and, and, and dominating in the sport? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I just held myself accountable for. Yeah. Yeah. 
When did you feel like you started to realize who you were? When I got married for a third time, my wife Kiki, we really had to, what can I kind of establish by saying, we had to really make a choice what we wanted to do in our life. A really bad, no one situation, and we had to establish um, some kind of foundation for our life. So, so that's really when I had to see what I was made out of. How old were you then? What, probably in my 40s. 40s? 42. And so during the marriage, was it not working at some point where? Oh, it was never working. <laughs> it was never working. And, um, Why was it never working? Because marriage in itself is, um, is an interesting dynamic because um, it's nothing you could prepare for. Mm-hmm. It's something you have to grow into. You can't prepare yourself for this. I don't care how many girlfriends you had, I don't care how many Roman, Roman, Romeo relationships you had, you cannot prepare yourself for this if you know that been involved in this kind of um, matrimony, that the word matrimony yeah. before. And so it didn't work for a while, and um, then we realized we didn't kill each other. Since we didn't kill each other, let's see what let's see if we can make this work. We still love each other. We're not dead. All the stuff we went through, we're not dead. So let's just see if we can make this work. And some bizarre reason it worked. It just works and stuff. And sometimes every now and then we get our, um, I guess our buttons push so yeah. pushed everything and something. Um, Sutton um, has a reminiscence of the past, which wasn't good in our memories. You may respond in a certain way, but it's just triggers. Mm-hmm. I had f***ing with us. Yeah. How do you learn to overcome the triggers today still from the triggers of your past? I think I read that you were in, you know, got arrested 30-something yeah, times before you were a teenager. Yeah. Um, so it seemed like everything triggered you then, right? But from that perspective, everything changes when my classes change. You know, I never understood um, my struggle. You know, I, I had everything I wanted, but still I was, I was fighting the light. Mm. My dark spirit was still fighting the light. That was my struggle. You couldn't, I couldn't get anything done. You were winning everything. You were in the top of the world. But what was the big struggle internally for you during those highest moments where everyone wanted to? It didn't appear real because at that time I lost my mentor. Everybody was dying because when I, I met them when they were pretty old and I was very young. Yeah. And everybody started dying and I didn't understand that. Instead of thinking that, duh, they were old when they met you. They were 57 or close to 60 when they met you, Mike. So, of course, they were going right. to die eventually. Yeah. You become a man, these guys are going to die. I don't know. I couldn't deal with that for a minute. And then the world just came in on me, and it's just, it just was overwhelming. I just had to learn from life experiences. Yeah. What I was conduct myself? Yeah. What was your biggest fear in your early twenties? No one loving me. Not being accepted, being a nobody. Yeah. Wow. Did you not feel like anyone loved you or accepted you, even though you were the champ? Well, that was a funny dynamics in itself because um, I come from an eat-dog-eat-dog kind of world and stuff. And um, I met somebody, and, he, and um, he showed me the basics of life. Be kind to people the way you want people to be kind to you and all that. It's the basics of life. But our main objective was to be the best in the world in this particular discipline. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to be kind when you're trying to be the best at the same time, too, huh? Yeah, but that's the part of discipline. Discipline is separating the two. 
You know, you have to do what you hate to do, but do it like you absolutely love it with vigor and enthusiasm. Mm. What did you hate doing and practicing in your early 20s or late teens? I hate the whole aspect of the warrior mentality and the, the duration of it. That's probably the main part, the length of how long you have to go through that that psychological warfare. Mm-hmm. And it takes it takes tolls on people. Yeah. That kind of stuff. It's just it's just really rigid. If you become the best, you have to almost become fanatical. This is my life, this is what I live for, this is my air, this is everything. Wow. Yeah, we get, I guess most athletes feel that way. Yeah. Uh, they have one of those old time trainers in there have that particular type of method of training. Yeah. It just becomes your life, so you could do this in your sleep because it's so regimented. Right. Almost like we're zombies. I know. Like robots. It's like, it's like militant, yeah, yeah, very, like army. When do you feel the most loved today? When I'm harassing my kids. And stuff. When you're harassing Even your kids? they don't like it, I harass my kids. And sometimes they might be tortured to know because sometimes they have to grow up, they live in this, um, make-believe world and I say hey listen you can't sometimes you know you have we bought this house for you you can't have a look a slumber party over there this is not the real world these people didn't pay any rent are they paying you rent to live in your apartment anything that we pay for uh-huh. we need to learn responsible we have to be responsible and we have to um also be a, um a reliable you know whatever it is that we do we have to be accounted for yeah I want to take a moment from this Mike Tyson interview to thank our sponsor, Quartz. Now, Quartz was founded in 2012 for a new kind of business leader. Quartz is creative, intelligent, journalism-rich with culture and broad world views. With more than 230 people around the world collaborating to bring a global perspective, Quartz has a presence in New York, London, Nairobi, New Delhi, Hong Kong, and San Francisco. And it contains coverage of the global economy with topics and questions of importance to business professionals. So listen up. A Quartz membership provides a community for the new generation of global business leaders. Access to all Quartz award-winning journalism with in-depth field guides to the most disruptive forces in business, video tutorials on the essential skills of modern executives, and other member-exclusive journalism. Thought-provoking discussions with some of the most respected people in business. And what I've loved diving into is the complete guide to the CBD boom. It's something I've been interested in getting into myself, and this breaks down the entire boom that's been happening and an overview of Silicon Valley's growing impact on politics. So many interesting insights that I've been diving into and learning about. And Quartz is offering my listeners 25% off your first year of membership. All you need to do is go to qz.com and enter my code greatness at checkout that's qz.com with the promo code greatness for 25 percent off your first year of membership make sure to check it out right now for exclusive insights to breaking world news and narratives perfect for tomorrow's top business leaders at qz.com promo code greatness and now let's get back to this interview with mike tyson What do you think is the biggest uh, regret you have from everything that you've been through? Many regrets, many regrets. What do I say? I have many regrets, but they say these regrets are something we shouldn't worry about. We have many regrets. 
You know, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids in my youth. Spend more time with your kids? Yeah, and, yeah. I wish I did. Because now I'm trying to catch them now and it doesn't work. It really doesn't right. work. Yeah, it doesn't work. They're getting older now, huh? Yeah, they got older. They, they got their own lives. lives. Yeah, they, don't, they don't relate to my path. It's just, Dad, you're a fucking alien. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know what we're up to, yeah. Um, what's the message you would say to yourself now that you've gone through, because you've gone through a lot of uh, transformation. Yeah. You've gone through different experiences, transformation. You've done a lot of work on yourself. You're wiser now. If your 20-year-old or 25-year-old self was sitting right here where I'm at, and you could sit down and have a conversation with him, what would you want to say to him? You know, that he should prepare on um, developing what makes him happy in life. And strive on um, developing that and cultivating that, what makes you happy. And have that strong alliance within yourself and what makes you happy. And never break that. Because that's, that's all of our really true. We would get $100 million, what is happening? I don't mean, ha, 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 hoo, 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 ha, ha, he's funny. What is the essence of happening? What does that mean? Everybody has a different definition. Well, we got 7 billion people, I'm sure it's 7 million different definitions. You know, some people may have dark happiness. They like to do dark stuff and that makes them happy. But it's still happy. So what makes necessarily happy a good thing? Mm-hmm. What makes you happy? Simple stuff. And I don't know if that's happy. I take it for granted sometimes, like everyone else with my kids and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I have to, you know, not worried about going to prison, not worried about paying my bills and having my lights on and my lights being cut off or my water being cut off yet. It's being stable in my life. Yeah. So you would tell him to, to start pursuing happiness more? You know, that's the word I would use, you know, but that's the only thing that's going to stimulate us. Yeah. You know, we're driving. I don't know if it's happiness. We call it happiness. Sure. Why is it the word happiness that makes us think this is something that we should, you know what I mean, fucking ascend to? Yeah. Why happiness? Because it, it, we, look at the res- yeah, we look at the response <clears throat> of happiness, what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. So we should always um, ascend to happiness. Yeah. I'm curious, you've been on both sides of the spectrum. I would say that some people might consider your behavior, you know, 20 years ago was very toxic, right? This mm-hmm. uh, image of toxic masculinity. I feel like I've been there in a lot of ways. I know Evan's been there and a lot of people. I think a lot of men have gone through this phase. What would you say to the women listening who maybe want to support the men in their lives. Maybe it's their father, it's their brother, it's their boyfriend or husband who maybe are experiencing toxic tendencies, types of behaviors. What would you say to the women on how they can best connect with men in their life who might be hurting them? I can't give a woman One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host 
So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. Like when you're trying to buy tickets for the best seat at your favorite team's big game, or when you're hiring for your business and you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. With ZipRecruiter, you can find qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I believe finding the right team member is one of the most important steps in setting up my company for success. We like to ensure our new hires will be a good fit before they're even on the team. So I am grateful that I have ZipRecruiter's help when we want to grow the team fast. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Any perceptions of any aspect of a man, because there's so many men, I don't know how any man in the world conducts themselves, yeah. or act on the pain, or suffering. We're all so totally different. Mm -hmm. So my, my opinion on anything, it'll only be the men that I'm accustomed to, which is myself. <laughs> you know, I could never just say how to, how we're gonna understand men. Yeah. We all think differently. What do you think women could have done to, to understand you better back in the day when you were going through different challenges? How could women have shown up differently in, in your mind? Or is it nothing they could have done to change the way you thought about yourself or you thought about no, the world? Women, I don't know, they, they may have, but I, I don't know. I don't have no particular um, aspect on how I think about them individually. Yeah. yeah. This and that. I don't know all the women in the world right. have an opinion about how they think about me or anything. Sure. How do you think men should be raised in this time of the, in the world right now? Because I think there's a lot of conversation about toxic masculinity. How, you know, what advice would you give to men who are maybe hurting or angry or living in a toxic way? What would you say to just the men of the world? Hey, listen, um, there's truly nothing to say to anyone that's living in a toxic unless he comes for help. You know what I mean? Some people realize, hey, I just can't stop this lifestyle. I can't stop this conduct in my life. I wanted to change, but I can't stop, so what do I do? Yeah. You know? But some people love, most of the people that have this conduct, this mess, this, this is their identity, this is their ego. I don't want to get a f you, Mike. I want my toxic entity, f you. Mm -hmm. The girls love it. Mm -hmm. That's what they think. But it never makes you feel fulfilled deeply inside when you live that way, right? Nobody feels fulfilled. You know what I mean? We're all fulfilled at different stages of our life. At 18, I'm fulfilled from this particularly difficult or 
fun, fulfillment. And then 28, I, I like this. I don't like that no more. I like doing this. Yeah. You know, people are fickle. Very few of us are really constant on what we continue to do and stay with it for a long period of time. Yeah. What does it take to be a true champion, to be the best in the world at something? You lived it for a long time. What does the mindset have to be like if someone wants to be the best at what they do? It's just dedicating and sacrificing your life to being a particular way you want to be. Like you want to conduct it. Say you want to be like Tony Robbins. You, you get all the information you can about Tony Robbins. And you conduct your, this is how I want to live my life. This is almost like, this is your manuscript. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your blueprint, yeah. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to live like Tony. I'm, I'm not going to be Tony Robbins, but I'm going to live it. I'm going I'm to conduct myself like Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta live it, you gotta breathe it, you yes, gotta be yeah. it. And you have to be that before you actually become the person. Interesting. You're not gonna become the person overnight. Like, you think you're prepared to be Tony Robbins right now? Right now. Tomorrow you're Tony Robbins. <laughs> you didn't know. It's gonna take time, so I'm gonna become this guy. You know, I'm gonna be this guy before, because you're not ready. But when the time comes, you're gonna be ready. You're gonna be Tony Robbins. This is my life. I'm accustomed to this. Of course I got this role. Of course I got this job. Of course I got this rate. I prepared for it. You wouldn't even be surprised. Mm -hmm. Before you became the champ the first time, were you visualizing and imagining it? Oh, yeah, I was 14. This is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. I'm going to talk. This is the guy. You have to be the champ before you be the champ. You understand that? That makes sense. Yeah. Does that really? Because it sounds yes. like you have to be him before you can be him. You can't just pop this by training and doing push-ups and knocking people out. This is I'm the champ. No, you have to be the actual champ. Your conduct, your lifestyle have to be the champ before you actually wear the belt. Maybe that's better. Yeah. You have to be the champ before you can even wear the belt. Wow, so you were saying, I'm gonna be the champ, you were living like the oh, champ. Life. That's what I did, I would read books about them, that's all I did, I read books about them, watch them fight, that's my life. If I wasn't in school and I wasn't in training, I was watching them and reading about them. Watching the greats. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What's the best advice you ever got from a champion before you? Most of them, the advice they gave me about life, and since they said, you have to live your own life. Mm -hmm. you, you can't live your life like me. I can't live my life like you. We're just all different. Some of them say, take care of your money, you know? <laughs> they regret about that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I used to learn from afar. So a lot of these guys, I just watch the way they conduct themselves. Yeah. They're always dignified. Most of them, unless some of them have some mental issues that he had damage from boxing, they're a little bit outrageous. But other than that, most of them are very dignified and classy yeah. men. Yeah. What was your biggest weakness when you were the champ for so long? As you were knocking guys out in the first round, first few seconds, what was the biggest weakness in your game and also in your life? I don't know. I think I was a glut and I just wanted everything. Material things to win, women, this, yeah, everything. Everything's wanted everything, yeah. Wanted the world. Oh, right now, though. That's the only thing I wanted now. I didn't want it yesterday. Tomorrow, I want it right now. It's instant. Wow. And if you can't give it to me, I don't want it no more. If I can't get it right now. Yeah, I don't want it no more. If, yeah, anything, <laughs> anything I couldn't have, anything I couldn't have, I despise and hate it. Wow. Yeah, if I couldn't have that girl, I hate her guts. Wow. Can I have that car? those cars, anybody that drive that car. <laughs> Why do you think that was? If you couldn't have it right now, you didn't like it anymore. Because I didn't need no distractions. Oh, wow. That make me feel anything that I'm less than immortal. Wow. Yeah. So if you couldn't get it right now, it made you feel less than immortal. Yeah. So you were like, get it out of my life. Exactly. Wow. 
what's the craziest thing you wanted that you got right now that you were like demanding everything and what did you someone <laughs> i mean what was something oh, no. flew in from dubai overnight and you got like a steak dinner from somewhere or i never thought about that but i'm sure it was bizarre or something yeah, <laughs> yeah that's i want a tiger the, right now give me my tiger. mentality that's just yeah. the way i was raised as a fighter to think because it would um if you couldn't get it, it would distract you. Wow. Why can't I possess that? If I'm so great, why can't I possess that? Wow. And it distract you from your goals in life. What do you think is your greatest weakness right now, this time of your life? I don't know, my friends and my kids and stuff, family. It's a weakness? Yeah, because people, are, we're losing so many people. They say, no, he's dead, she's sick. My friend, mother just died yesterday. Everybody started dying, everybody starts sad, and then, wow. Yeah. Instead of, you know, we should always look at um, death as something glorious. Because, listen, life is very interesting. Listen, we got it for nothing. Look at all we received. We have kids, we have grandkids, all this stuff. It's not, it's my, your mother and father, and they saw each other, and they, hey, me love now, look, we're here. Look all we got. Look what you're doing. Look at your show. It's because people, people were in love. This is glorious. Yeah. For free. Free. We don't have to pay anything to be here. Nothing. We can't get mad when it's our time to go. It was free. What do you think about with death? Death is beautiful. How could life be beautiful if death is not beautiful? Because it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be life if it wasn't death. Mm. Wow. Is death so? Death isn't something you're afraid of. At one stage in my life, you know, yeah. and then you reach fifty-two, and you say, "Well, I'm not going to get another fifty-two. Wow. And then you know, wow, what happened to that time? My whole perspective of life is different. My whole perspective is what I needed, what I wanted. Now it's all about what I needed, what I'm needed for someone else that I love, what am I leaving, when I'm gone. It's really bizarre, right? When you have the actual confrontation and aspect of your mortality no longer existing. Huh. What do you think is your biggest superpower right now? Like your biggest strength? I think it's me, who I am. My essence, my existence. When I'm no longer here, it doesn't no longer exist. Mm -hmm. How do you want to be remembered now? Just remember, that's, it doesn't matter how. Yeah. You know how many thousands of years are gonna go by once I die? It's no longer, it no longer matter. No one's gonna remember then, yeah, a couple thousand years, yeah. So what's the biggest fear for you right now? No. You don't have any big fears right now? Besides, you know, eventually I worry about my kids getting sick. I want them to have a life like I had. Yeah. And seeing the world like I've seen. Mm-hmm. Other than that, no, I'm, I'm prepared to meet God, yeah. Wow. What was the biggest mentor you had when you were in jail? Was there anyone in jail that, no. that taught you anything or? No. No one? I was just, um, I was just, I was just radical in jail and my mentor, I need to run it all. It all needs to be my really? done and it's like, yeah. You were like, I'm gonna run this whole place? Yeah, I wanted to be in control. I wanted to do this. I want to have my food brought to this. Wow. It's, it's a mindset you get once you get put in that situation. You know, I'm a megalomaniac then. Wow. What was the biggest thing you learned about yourself during that time? Back then, I learned that, um, I didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. I was afraid. 
to be there? No, I was afraid that I lost everything that I had at once. You lost all your you lost all your money at one point, right? Yeah, but no, well, no, no, not that time. I wasn't at that time. I still had money. When I was in prison, I still had money. It wasn't no bankruptcy stuff. I couldn't do nothing. So I would, I would <laughs> just call, I would call my accountant, send money to her. Somebody needs money. I would still take care of my friends and their bills and stuff. But you're afraid you lost everything else. Yeah. Like yeah. the titles, like the respect. No, or... no, just um, things you could have done if you didn't have this fucking, what do you call this shit? Garbage on you. What is this garbage here? Yeah. You didn't have this garbage, but you could have come off. Oh, There's a lot of things, a lot of people just it up. <laughs> I said, oh man. What do you think you could have accomplished had you not gone to jail? Really good stuff. I've accomplished it when I came out. Right. And I still wasn't happy. It was just all in my mind. All the things I thought I could accomplish, and only if I didn't want to jail, it was just a hallucination in my mind. I went to jail, I still accomplished everything. It's not more than I thought I would accomplish. Because you came out and you still won the title. Yeah, it's just um, You made a bunch of money. It was just an illusion. You know, I was chasing an illusion. It was just, it never existed, but it was in my head. You know, wow. it was in my head. I was getting revenge for who? I'm no one, no one got you in jail but you. Who am I getting revenge on? It's, it's my head was fucked. What happened to your life when you started studying spirituality more? I don't know. It's pretty tricky. It's pretty much just letting it wing. You say, just imagine if it was like this. Mm -hmm. And then you realize I can make it like this. You know, spirituality, I don't know. It wipes everything. This is what spirituality is. It wipes everything that I ever believed. It makes it a lie. Mm. You know? Mm. What, I mean, what did you used to believe that makes it a lie now? I believe just what everybody else, Adam and Eve, motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, that's what I believe. I believe all that crap. Wow. And everything then, so that's the paradigm shift. When everything you've been taught your whole life, and then it comes the time you realize it was a lie. Mm. Now, how do we start from there? You wow. Know, we live in a lie. Yeah. We have to make up our own lie and live in this lie. Mm -hmm. You know, it's gonna take it till you find. If you check and try to figure it out till the day you die, you will never figure it out. It's based thousands and thousands and how many millions of lives and years of lives and you gotta, and some people just dedicated their whole life to trying to figure out the lies and what this world about and they found out nothing. Right. They got they had you know they have this big encyclopedia mind about wonderful things and history of the world and stuff. But we don't have the answer still. Mm -hmm. It's just a beautiful ride. Just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Don't try to figure ride. everything out. No way. <laughs> it's a beautiful ride. We don't do that. That's human beings, we don't do that. We don't enjoy the ride. This shit, this shit is not right. We got to figure this out. This is not right. This is not, it's just, that's how we are. Do you think if you we had... spoil something. Yeah, I know. Do you think if you had more peace in your heart, more love in your heart in your 20s, 30s, do you think you would have en enjoyed the ride more? And do you think you would have been able to be as successful uh, in the boxing world if you had peace and love in your heart? I didn't know. I used to, all my life I read about the Conqueror, Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, Charlemagne, all, all these crazy gods, Clovis, and all, I read about these guys. They had declared themselves God. 
you know, depend on, um, you think our great prophets, you think of Jesus, of Prophet Muhammad, Blessings upon it was in the time of Alexander the Great, he would eliminate them. They wouldn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything is proper timing. In certain worlds, in certain times, they would never existed. Wow. When do you think was the moment you started to feel more peace in your heart, inner peace? I don't know, when I had the responsibility of just taking care of my family. That's when it shifted more? Yeah, after I tried to destroy it, it didn't work. <laughs> and I said, well, I have to take care of this stuff. I have to, I have to really confront what am I going to do here. You know, and then I said, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. And I'm going to dedicate my life. And that was a mess, too. And then eventually, um, we have 10 years. You know, it worked out. Yeah. You know, we have a great deal of respect for one another. Where do you think you'd be if you had no kids right now? I wouldn't exist. Really? No way. Where would you be? I don't know. Probably, probably dead with AIDS or something. Really? Like, yeah, I wouldn't exist. Or maybe somebody would kill me for with their wives or girlfriends. You never know. Else I'd be a junkie. Wow. Without kids, that's something that stable me. Wow. That's something that gave me any kind of meaning. If I have kids, the world. I don't give a. Wow. Yeah, real talk. Do you wish you would have had kids uh, younger then, or? No, I wouldn't accomplish my goals. No, uh-huh. no. everything's proper timing. Proper timing, yeah. You, just, you think you're playing checkers, and you think you're, you, you're navigating your life, but you're not. <laughs> yeah. You know, you think you I know you say, why don't I just go out here and do some drugs and just f- my life up there, and Mike don't think I'm navigating my life and miss. You're just not. You're not programmed to do that then. Yeah. And if you were programmed to do that, you were programmed to come back and rebound. Right. You know, your life is not meant to go there. It's just not meant to be. Wow. What do you think is the lesson you still want to learn for yourself? Like the, the challenge you want to overcome still to make you a better person? I can't. I can't and never find that. Yeah. You know, because that lesson, that, that thing I want to realize is why me? Why is this happening? I'm never going to figure that out. What's the question you wish you could have answered? Why is this cool in mind? Why is my purpose here? Yeah. But I can make sense. I can say my purpose is to be the best person I could possibly be before I die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That could be my purpose in life. See how far we can go in life before we die. Yeah. But suppose, but suppose people don't think in that perspective. Yeah. That's what LL Cool J told me, because I'm talking some, I think I'm talking some glamorous shit. I'm talking some flash <laughs> And he was telling me on mic, you know, um, there's some people that live in the outskirts of Ohio somewhere. And, they just live simple lives, and that's all they want to do, right? Enjoy the This shit we talking about don't mean nothing, nothing. Mike. They just ready to die, and ready to meet God, taking care of the kids, the people they love. Or may go on a vacation, may never go on a vacation. Or leave the town, but this is just a simple life. This is what makes them happy. Yeah. And I really can't, you know what I mean? I come into a place, if you're nothing, if you're something, you're nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that so you shower. If you're not something, you're nothing. What's my definition of something? Mm-hmm. Somebody with a wad of money in their pocket? I have no concept of uh, humanity. It's what life is. Does that mean I have a wad? I should be able to violate that person that doesn't. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. I'm lost again. Wow. I shouldn't be trying to figure it out. You have to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Wow. How did you learn to finally start forgiving yourself for... Oh, that's that, man. That happened, um, 
Excuse me, like, yeah. that must happen yesterday or something. You just don't do that stuff overnight. It doesn't work like that. At least with me, it doesn't work like that. Took a long time to forgive yeah, because yourself? Yeah, because I only, um, I know my demons, and I realize in life, everybody's going to really find them out eventually. You think you're going to hide that shit. It doesn't work that way. Mm. So you just started to forgive yourself on things? Or Pretty it's, much. it's happening every day? Yeah. or you know, it comes around, yeah. Wow. I'm not going to, hey, Mike, the only shit you did is cool, man. God love you. That's right. bullshit. I don't function. I don't think that. I don't think God leaves you to figure it out. You it on yourself. Is it cool? It's cool. If it's not, it's not. You figure it out. Yeah. And what are you most proud of in your life that you've done? Wow. I'm, I'm proud of them existing. Yeah. I love to be alive. I know that makes sound with all by. I'm proud to be alive and existing, yeah. Do you feel like you should have been dead many times? That could have happened, yeah, that could have happened. I don't know, I used to look at it and say, wow, what am I proud of? You know, I say I'm proud of my children and stuff, but they have their own life to live. Yeah. I'm only proud of them because they're kind, they make me happy. Some of them do things I don't like, but it's just that um, my kids are my kids, and that's my personal life. And I, when I think of something I'm proud of, I don't know, I don't think about my fighting. I don't know, it's just weird that when you say that, mm. you know? I wanted them doing things now that I'm proud of. I'm building a company. We're making people awareness of health mm-hmm. and cannabis. So I, I'm really proud of my company. That's I'm good. doing Tyson Reds, yeah. And what are you most grateful for about your wife? Yeah, hey, I'm just, um, well, that's interesting you say that because um, we have fought a long fight together. You fought a long fight together? Yeah, yeah. How many years has it been now? 10 years, but we've we been with each other longer than that. Yeah. Yes. It was really great growing up with her. This is my third marriage, this is her first. But it's really been, um, this marriage and the struggle that we endured together was really gonna tell us this is gonna, if we're gonna make it in life or not. You know, our existence in life, we're gonna do this stuff we're going to feel it's going to be over and stuff. Yeah. And so when we had our kid, we just dedicated our life to make sure our kid wouldn't have the life that we had. It's a, wow. really, a really kind and pleasant, pleasant life. Yeah. What do you love about her the most? That she's just an awesome kid and she just, um, she's very competitive in life. Is it your daughter or? Are you? Yes, oh. my daughter. And um, besides um, having two crazy parents, she really conducts herself like a champion. Yeah. She's she's the adult in the family. Yeah. Oh, she's really <laughs> awesome. Yeah, she's only ten years old. <laughs> and what do you? She's our life, and we have another son named Morocco. He's eight years old. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but we have um, she she's um, she's our glue that keeps us together. That's cool. What do you admire and love about your wife the most? The most. Oh man, that she kept our family together. And that yeah. was her main objective, is keeping our family together. Yeah. And being one. That's great. For most. That's great. She didn't give up or you know, most people can easily give up and move on. This is so easy. Yeah, yeah. Up, move on. Lots of options out there. Yeah, yeah. so much it's get up. It's so pervasive that this is what people do. If it doesn't go well, you just get away and we just go move on. We don't try to make this right. work. Well, you did that in your previous marriages. You know, you yeah. guys ended oh, I, them. Yeah. I just kept going. My previous marriage, because I, I could always throw money at my problems. I had my money then, but I didn't have money then. So I can't say, fuck <laughs> you, and take that. Right. You know? So we had to make this stuff work. Wow. Yeah. You had to learn. You had to grow. That's good. 
I've got a couple final questions for you. This one is called the three truths. Okay. So I want you to imagine that you are, uh, it's your last day. I'm dying. It's many years away. Okay. Right? It's your last day. I'm, I'm always prepared, though. You're prepared. I'm, day, I'm, right? I'm yeah. done. Let's do it. Nigga. But it's imagine it's 50 more years. You got 52 <laughs> to go, right? No, it's not that many years. Let's say you got as many as you want. And then okay. there's the last day you got to... You got to turn okay. the lights off. Okay. You got your family there. It's a good okay. setting. Okay. You've accomplished what you want. Your your ranch has blown up. Your company. Everything you're doing not, is amazing. This is, not, this is not reality. This is not this. Let's imagine. In. Oh, hey, Let's imagine. <laughs> Let's imagine. Visualize. Yeah. This is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and um, beautiful, beautiful. you have a moment where you get to share your final three truths with the world. Mm-hmm. You get to to announce it on your podcast. Or you get to write this down. And these would be three lessons. The only three things people would be able to remember you by are these three. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there to too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've learned the hard way that constantly holding on to your emotions and repeatedly choosing to not talk about your feelings will only make you feel worse and worse. And up until about 10 or 11 years ago, I was afraid to talk about my trauma that I experienced. And I know we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lewis today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-E-W-I-S. Three final lessons that you would share with the world, what I like to call the three truths. What would you say are your three truths? If I had more time, I could be even better mm. than what I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, um, if I had more time, I could probably um, right through all the wrongs that I did. Mm. And if I had more time, I could love spending the time with my kids, my yeah. grandkids. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. What lessons would you share with the world that you would want them to have for their their lesson from you? That we all have to live our lives to the fullest and fulfill our lives. Yeah. Our life fulfillment. Whatever your life is. And, you know, this this is what most people's problems are in life. They didn't fulfill their life fulfillment. Who they're supposed to be. Yeah, who they wanted to be. What were they to uh, what were they focused on? It just never happened. They don't believe it happened to them. Mm. Yeah, I guess they believe it was supposed to be ordained for them. I don't know, but 
Yeah. And then there's some people that works hard and use all of the secrets of life, and they still never get it. What do you say about that? How does that work? And then mm. there's people that work but don't work as hard as these guys, and they get it. It's just a luck thing. Somebody liked them. They had the right look. They had the right person. That something with that was big that got them on. How do people look at that in life? Do they give up and they say, F mm -hmm. that. I just keep working on the way that's been failing all my life until something happens. Yeah. How, do, how, do they, how do they look like? How does somebody think outside of the box and say, we're not going to do it that way no more and just wait for somebody to like us. We're going to make our own life. We're going to make our own future. Yeah. We're going to create our own jobs. Mm -hmm. that's, how it, that's how it happens. Yeah. It happens from watching failures. Sure. Why didn't people just try, try and fail? And then somebody said, this is the way. Mm. That's how dynasties are made. How can we support you? What's, uh, you know, you got your show, you got your company, yeah. you got the ranch. Tell us where we can connect with you, how we can support you. Hey, listen, Hot Boxing is just um, it's amazing. a podcast. You guys can it's amazing. check in, prescribe there, and just hang out with us. It's incredible. And it's going to be really interesting. Hot, it's, it's on uh, YouTube, it's on iTunes. Yes, it's, it's all on. over the world. Hot, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Yes. And, and uh, Britain. Yeah, Evan's amazing on there. I went on and there. And there's an old boxer. So you got to, there's an old boxer named Jack. Look up Jack Britton. Okay. Is that a... New York fighter. I'll look, I'll look, him, up. I'll look him up later. Yeah. You, you've had some incredible yeah. people on there. You had Snoop. You had LL Cool J recently. Yes. You had yeah. Lewis Howes on there. So make sure you yeah. check that episode out as well. There's some really um, interesting stories on there. That, I mean, you got you share some crazy stuff. But it it's is amazing. Crazy. So you guys got to check this out because the stories you've been through are amazing. So Thank check that you. out. Where else? They can follow you on Instagram, Twitter, Mike yes. Tyson, everywhere. Oh, the freaking world. Everywhere. Yeah. You're worldwide, baby. <laughs> hey, this um, guy's got the energy played. I don't even feel comfortable cursing. <laughs> I said, if you're cursing, I feel like I got stuck with a hot cold. It's, oh, all, good. Just said that. it's all good. <laughs> um, I got one final question for you, Mike. But don't before don't I do, don't I want to acknowledge you one more time for... All right. for all the growth, because you could have easily tapped out, you could have easily gone back to jail. I'm never going to tap, I'm never going to do that. I'm just going to always um, try hard and see what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Cause I, listen, I've been worse than this. I've been in a worse situation than I've ever been, and why? And I didn't give up then. Why am I going to give up now? I'm like at the it. height of my life now. How am I going to give up? I love what it, What the hell am I doing? I love this it. This is a dream right now. Living the dream, baby. Yeah, no doubt about it. Final question then is, what's your definition of greatness? My definition of greatness, someone or something that can do the most difficult thing in the world with the most simple of these, mm. that's greatness. Ooh, Mike Tyson, the man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. It's powerful. <laughs>
who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact, it's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration, it's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. No matter what you've been through in your past, no matter how dark or scary it may be, or no matter how dark and scary your future dreams might be, impossible is nothing. It's not impossible to overcome the challenges of your past or the judgments of your past or the the pains you've caused other people. You can always create a new future right now. And your future dreams and goals, as big and scary and impossible as they may seem, you need to focus on one day at a time. One day at a time on how can you improve and how can you enjoy and appreciate the journey every single moment because this life is not guaranteed for another hour, another day, another month, a year, or 20, 30, 40 years. It's not guaranteed. What's guaranteed is right now until it's not anymore. I hope you enjoyed this interview. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast if this is your first time here. Leave us a review on what you think about this show and listen to other episodes. We've got some incredible guests coming on every single week, some of the top minds in the world. So make sure to click the subscribe button, tag me and follow me on Instagram at Lewis House. And I love you so very much. You know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium bang and a Lufsen sound system up to a 313-mile range in a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com podcast.